0: Podcast etiquette, 101, fail. So, you ever have those days where, like, you're doing something awesome, and you're super pumped to do something awesome, and it fucking fails? That was me, yesterday. Um, I've been talking lots about this upcoming podcast with someone who I like think is amazing because I think most people are amazing. Unless you're a douchebag, but that's for another podcast. Um. Anyways, I'm going to chew this too. Black licorice gum, my weakness. Um, yeah. So yesterday schedule is aligned. We shot the, we shot the fucking podcast. It was great video. It was like, insightful and sharing and raw and real and it was like profound i can't i i can't think of enough words to like describe it um but the big part was like it was natural it was just two people laying her out there uncensored no bullshit and just being like this is this is what we feel um The kicker, though, is we were talking about grief and grieving. So it's tough. I mean, we got it all recorded, and then I went to look at it, and it was like, of course, this happens to me. It didn't save. I know. You're like, well, that's how could you overlook this? Don't ask me. Shit happens. It's learning. I'm learning. So anyway, I had this profound video podcast that I was going to share with everybody and I didn't share with anyone except for Roman and I um and that's fine I mean we chatted after and we both were like you know what the podcast was like secondary we talked we you know kind of like got where each other are at how we feel we had points for each other and it's like therapeutic and I think that's the thing with with grief. You know, I've been putting this one off. I was going to put this one off. This one that's happening right now. Because I was like, oh, I did it. It didn't work. It's. I just better not do it. I better just put it off. I'll put it off. Um, you can't duplicate what the conversation we had yesterday was. You can't. It's just not one of those things where you're like, okay, let's redo it. And we'll pretend like we don't know what. The other one's going to say. That doesn't work like that. That's forced. That's... That's shit. That's not something I do. So... I'll give you it in a nutshell. I'll probably be... Inaccurate. Not inaccurate. I just won't be able to relay it. Um, I don't... I'm never really super comfortable telling other people's stories. I would rather them tell it. But it didn't save. So... You're stuck with me. Um, Roman's cool. Roman's a cool human. I've admired Roman for a long time. He's like a metalhead and a tattooer. And he's a no bullshit human. And that's it. I mean, he's big. He's tattooed. He's gruff. He's not what you would envision being like the huge sweet dude. And don't get me wrong. If you cross him, that's, that's your own deal. That's on you. Um, I remember reaching out to Roman years ago and it was when I was doing the calendar shoot for the rescue. And I was like, so nervous. Cause I mean, I've heard a Roman for most of my life. And I was like, Hey, I'm doing this thing. Would you be interested? And it was like, hell yeah, I would be a hundred percent, honored unfortunately schedules didn't line up but he was in and he was like can i use my cats and i i I was thinking like roman would have these like huge hounds of hell just because that's what i envisioned and then he told me about his cats and i was like okay this is cool so i mean i've been a big a big roman fan (coughs) for a long time um so quite some time ago. Roman's been positive. Roman's a positive person who throws positive shit into the atmosphere, into the universe, into everything. That's his thing. Throws it out there and just like, you know, he's comfortable with him. Um, so backtrack a little bit. I've been following Roman a little more closely lately. Um, the last few months, I would say. So, without going too much into it, Roman has a little homie. Um, it's, it's the son of one of his ex-girlfriends. And Roman has been, like, just a a big human, you know? Just, like, a big homie to this kid. Um, anyone that knows me knows that's something big to me. You know, he, he's, he's doing, doing shit. Being like a role model and a figure, and not because he has to, because he wants to. And for me, I mean, I wasn't raised solely by my real dad. I was lucky enough to have someone awesome who just like stepped in, was like, Hey, you're cool. I'm cool. I'm going to like guide you through life. And even after my stepdad and my mom separated, still, I'm your dad. That's it, you know? And that. For someone like me, that's like, that's a soft spot. That's a soft spot always. So when I see something like this, I'm like, I'm in, I'm invested. Um, So Roman's friend ended up losing her life. And Roman's been documenting for quite some time now, like his day with, with her son. And it's like hilarious shit. And it's just like, you're you're providing such a positive but like real kind of you know this is what life is man do this or try this or you know you're gonna if you're gonna run you're gonna fall and you're gonna skin your knee but hey guess what you you're gonna learn um and then i saw one the other day a few weeks ago and it like hit me like a ton of bricks and I'm not gonna lie. I've probably become a little more emotional as I get older. Um, So I was scrolling through Facebook and I, I honestly, I check Roman's Facebook like every day because no matter how shit my day is going, I see these little like exchanges and between him and his little homie and it's like, fuck, this is like, this kills my heart with kindness, with, you know, just pure good. You know, I don't even know how else to describe it. So the other day I saw one and it was the, the little dude had asked if they could go get chocolate bars um, because his mama's in heaven and hasn't had a chocolate bar in a while. And she'd probably like one. And then there was pictures of them, like, attaching this chocolate bar to a balloon and, like, delivering this chocolate bar to his mom in heaven. Dead. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm bawling. I sent it to Jess. I sent it to, like, everyone. It's just like, there's good in the world. You know? And everyone, I mean, even my, like, toughest I never cry friends were like, yep. Definitely had to, you know, have a moment, got a little misty, but it's, it's interesting to see like how, how Roman's helping this little dude, you know, like grow and grieve and, and, and they talk about the little dude's mom, you know, they kind of keep that going. And, and that's interesting. That's, that's very positive. Um, unfortunately the whole podcast didn't save. So All you guys are getting is like the lessons notes, but yeah, it was interesting just to see like how, how Romans processing losing a friend, like a a lifelong friend and how the little homie like lost his mom and how, you know, people lost their their daughter, their friend there, you know, and that it, it hit with me because a few weeks ago, um, we had to do two celebrations of life in the same weekend. Um, it's heavy, you know. Like it was, it was quite, quite heavy. We spread my grandpa's ashes. My grandpa passed away a few years ago. Um, we got his ashes back, and and we kind of just like did our thing and spread his ashes on what's important for us. And and it was good. It was therapeutic. Um, it was interesting to me to see like my family, my whole family was home. How all of us years later had processed and grieved and and dealt with it differently. Um, Jess and I and one of my aunts were in the room when this when my grandpa passed away in the hospital, and it was hard. But The other one, when we did the celebration of life, it was like, for me, it was just like the final cover closing on the book. You know, like the pages had already been written. They'd already been read. Um, you got through all the credits, all the publisher notes. And then it was just like the final closing of the book. And I was good with that. I was, you know, like it it brought up fond memories. It brought up some things, but I, I wasn't super emotional um other members were other members were like were quite sore and quite hurt still but I think it it helped and it helped everyone that was there having everyone there but but grief is such a weird thing because it's like nobody really talks about it and I'm not just saying like losing someone you know, in in the physical sense. Um, Loss of a relationship, that's grieving. Losing, you know, part of your identity, losing a job, you you grieve all of this. This is all grief. Um, And as this whole kind of thing was happening, I got talking to my brother and I I referenced my brother a lot because he's fucking awesome, really. He's like, he, he's my go-to. Um, and wake up talking about it, and we're like, it's crazy that that grief no one really talks about. Like, something happens, you talk about it, you know, for a week. You know, your your friend loses their job. For the week, you're like, oh, are you okay? How are you holding up? Just checking in. And then it's like, life moves on you lose a loved one. You're, you're, you're really upset for like a week. And then it's like all the thoughts and prayers, all the, my sympathies, my condolences, they stop and you're just left there to like deal with this, but nobody talks about it. And it was crazy as we were talking about this because my brother's a lot like me and it's like, okay, let's talk about this. And then all of a sudden we end up like way away from there. And it was interesting because we we're like every single person, every single person on the earth. There's not one person on the entire earth that doesn't experience grief in some form, but we never talk about it. We never like check in a month later or six months later or, you know, a year. It's, it's just like. You got, you got a week, you know, your, your employer, you get X number of days. If you get X number of days and then it's like, okay, your shit's got to be back together. Get back out there and do what you got to do. Um, and it's, I don't know, it, it, it was really odd sort of thing. And as we got talking, we were more like brainstorming ideas. Um, so my brother had my niece my brother and his wife, obviously. Um, so we were kind of talking about that and I was like, but that's a joy. That's a life milestone, but not everyone's going to experience that. Not everyone's going to have like the super joy of being a parent. Um, there's, there's things that not every person is going to experience grief is something that everyone is going to experience. Not everyone's going to get married. Not everyone's going to, you know, do the same thing other than, like, breathing, eating, that sort of stuff. Grief is one common that is across the board. And it's crazy because, like, for me, just on, like, loved ones and losing loved ones, I, until... I was like 18. I had six grandparents. Six. That's fucking awesome. Now that I'm not 18, I'm down to one. That's that's a lot, you know, and that's like excluding friends and and whatever. Um and closing the chapter on my grandpa was it was good. You know, it was time. It was dealt with. It was healed but then you get me talking about my pit bull or you get me show you know you show me any pit bull videos you show me you know facebook memories when they send those out when they like pop up on your on your world you get one of like me and lily my old pit bull i'm a mess and this was years ago that we had to like put her down um it it was time. It was hard. And then part of it on like losing a loved one is, is it's it's finite. It's that's it. You know, when when you when that person leaves person thing um leaves their body, you know, when their when their heartbeat stops, when everything stops, that's it. There's, you can't go back, you can't say anything, you can't do anything, you can't, that's all. Um, and yeah, like with Lily, I'm, I'm disastrous. And it's all the time, you know, every, not every day I'm, I've coped, but I mean, it's crazy to me that I like coped way better with losing my grandparents than I did with losing my dog. It's, I don't know, everyone processes differently. Everyone deals with things differently. And sometimes I get asked about like what happened, what what happened with Lily. Um, so uh, Lily had a long battle battle with cancer. It was we got far more time than the prognosis was, which was amazing. And we, everyone just said like you 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 you'll just know you'll just know when it's time. And I remember waking up uh, on the day. And I was just like, today's, today's the day she just was acting like, okay. I'm ready. And that's fucking hard. Like to make that call and it, 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 the, the process and everything was great. Our vet was amazing. Um, yeah, it it that really helped. That I think helped me get through that stage of grief. We got Lily cremated, my little brother who I just said it, he's fucking awesome. He like handmade a little box for her ashes when they came back. Um because she'd been cremated. So he he handmade this box because like he knew how important she was and it's been years. I've still never filled the box. I can't for whatever reason, just like do the transfer, do the transfer from like the box that she came in to the box that she'll remain in. And I might not, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll just be like, I'm ready. I've tried, I've tried to do it. You know, I've I've opened the box. I've saw the bag with ashes. And then it was just like, nope, fold up, tape back on, shelf, wait. And that's fine. But I think, like, people need to talk about grief more with people. Because we all do it. We all have it. You know, it's, since I've, like, some people will say I've become, become obsessed with this topic. I haven't. But I've talked about it with friends. I had a friend... Um, she's pretty awesome. We talk about random things a lot because we're quite opposite on the spectrum of certain things. And she is doing like things for people like jewelry, um, necklace, rings, jewelry sort of thing. And you can get like a smidgen of your pet's ashes and they're beautiful. They're not like, they're not weird. They're not like creepy. Um, and I've talked about her, like, doing that for me. I just have no idea when I'm going to be ready for that. But she as well had lost, like, a family pet. And she was like, it's crazy because, like, I've grieved for people. But then it seems like this is, like, more sensitive longer. So, like, we talked about that. And it's like, me too. Like, this is this is how I am and it was there was comfort in that there was comfort in like hey i'm not i'm not done the grieving process on this and having someone else being like you're not weird i'm not either and that's great like that's that's helpful i mean now if i'm like having a shit day over the dodo video I watched or a cute white pit bull puppy. I can message her and be like, yo, saw this. And it's like, okay, let's, let's unpack. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's neat. It's, it's, it's a huge thing. And I just think like, talk to people about it. It shouldn't be this huge, like taboo topic that we just like, Here's your four days. Here's your week. Sorry about X. Continue on. It shouldn't be that because it's not that. You know, people, people smell a smell. People hear a sound and it reminds them of, oh, you know, I used to do this as a career. And it was part of my identity. And now I can't or I don't, but this reminds me of X. And that's grief. That's grieving. You know, I remember going to the the old folks home to see my grandma and it was in small town Saskatchewan and it was full of old people, obviously, seniors. Um, But majority were old people from the farm. And just like simple things like, you know, if I had come in, from the restaurant there, there's a few like small town restaurants and they, they have distinct smells and there would be people like, Oh, how was restaurant X today? It was like, you didn't know I was there. And like, Oh no, we used to stop there every day when, or every time we come into town for parts. And it's like, that's, and it's like, Oh, I miss, you know, being at the farm. I miss this. I miss this. And it's like, I'm glad that, you, you can like have something that triggers the, the positive as well. I know with me, like wooden matches remind me of my grandpa. Instant coffee reminds me of my grandpa. Um, And I mean, obviously with this is a different grandpa, but he was a huge person in my world. And I still grieve. I don't think it ends. I don't think you're like, Kate. Done. I don't think that happens. I mean, I think throughout life, I lost this grandpa when I was 18. And still, it's like, if I get a whiff of specific, like, instant coffee, it's like, it takes me back. It takes me back to the days sitting on the steps at the farm while my grandpa smoked darts and drank instant coffee. But one thing... That has happened, especially, like, in my family. And it's crazy watching my family do this, like, big transition because we've always been, like, we don't talk about much. You know, I've talked about this before. We don't tell each other. We love each other all the time, but we do now. Um, and it it started conversations, and and we do talk about, like, losing people. We talk about telling each other we love each other. Hugging. Hugging like this is awesome I was doing a task the other day and my dad was there and it was it was hot we were hot I'm like sweaty and I was like we're we're gonna depart and then we both were like hey we're not hugging today we'll just rain check it because we're gonna see each other soon so we'll just have two instead of the one but it's like this is amazing but we had like it it also, it, it prompts like really cool conversations. Um, like my dad and I were talking and it was like, what, what happens to you? What do you want to happen to you when it's your time? And my dad is, is awesome. And he was like, I want, I want what my dad had. So he wants to be cremated. He wants to be spread like at the lake. And I was like, okay, but like, Tombstone? No tombstone? Nope, no tombstone. I was like, okay, tell me. He's like, well, because like the people that knew me know that the lake's important to me. And when they go to the lake, they'll think of me. But a 100 years down the road, 50 years down the road, there's not going to be anyone that knows me. I don't need to be a rock somewhere that No one's going to visit. I would rather it be that. And I was like, man, that makes sense. Um, I never thought of it. You know, we... And then he was like, well, what do you want done with you? And I think, like, for a long time, I was just like, put me somewhere. I don't care. But I do. And since this has happened, like, since losing my grandpa it's really been like what do i want done with me and it and then it's like how do i how do i determine such while also factoring in like i have a wife i can't just be like put me in a rocket shoot me to outer space spread my ashes because then i, I like i have a wife i have someone that i'm sharing my life with i can't just make this eternal decision on my own um so pause so as my dad and I were talking I was like I like that I like um I like the cremated idea I don't want a rock I don't want I don't I don't want a a cemetery you know I don't I don't want people like grieving at a rock of me I want people to like be this is where less is and and for me the big thing in my life is like home so for me I want like my spot, my end, my chapter close to be where I am home. Um, so we got talking and I was like, yeah, I think I want that. I think I want like, I think I want to be cremated. And then I think I want like half of me at the lake because that's my family. Um, but then I want the other half of me at the farm. And my dad, who's like, he, he's learning. He's learning. Um, he was like, I know exactly where I would put your half at the farm. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I would. So at our farm, um, that's where I grew up a lot when I was a kid. So he was like, I would put half of you like beside the steps at your grandma's roses. So anyone from around there, like my grandma's roses were like a thing of legend and I got teary and I was like, why would you like, why would you, that's a very specific place. And he's like, cause that's where you're home. And I was like, holy shit. So then I got home and I was like telling Jess I'm bawling. Um, cause like that stuff hits when, when, when people like point that stuff out to you and you're like, holy wow. Like, I didn't think my dad thought of this for me. But, and it wasn't like it'd be spread out at the farm. It was like specific. And yeah. And as he's telling me all about it, it's like, this is, you know, when, when you talk about the farm, it's like the steps growing up with your grandpa. The morning started there. The end of the day ended there. The... It was where you came in when you got there, it's where you left. Like, he's like, that's that's your roots, that's your home. And I was just blown away. So I'm telling Jess this, and I'm like, okay, so like I have this rock solid plan about what I want to do and when it's my time. And then I was like, but like, what do you want to do? Because we come from different backgrounds, right? Jess is. Jess has more of a religious background than I do. So I'm like, I can't make this specific, very specific thing as a decision. Unless I like talk to Jess and just be like, Hey, what's up? Like, what do you, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And she was just like, well, wherever you're home, I'm home. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm bawling, And it, it was interesting. It was cool. It was like, wow, people, we are talking about this. And then I talked about it with my brother. And we both were like, you know, we have to like tell more than just each other. Like we need like, we need a primary and a secondary. <laughs> this how conversations with my brother work. Um, so it was like, if I just told him and something happened and him and I were together, then no one would know. And you'd have to assume. And you know, if he had only told me, same thing. So it's like, okay, we got to like tell a few people. And you know what happens when you tell people? It, initially, it's like, okay, you're, you know, you don't need to talk about this. But you do. But once you talk about it, then it gets other people talking about it. And it might not even be be like grieving. It might be like, you know, if something were to happen to me, I would like this. And, I, you know, I would like this, or I, I, I don't want this. And what better time to have those conversations than when you're not grieving, or when you're not assuming. Cause like, let me tell you, if somebody, if something happened to me, and someone buried me in a cemetery, it would probably be Catholic. I would be pissed. I would pray for like coming back because I would haunt those people. But if he didn't know what I wanted, how are you supposed to know if I didn't tell anybody? No one would know. So I don't want to be in the cemetery never. That's that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Like talking to Roman. I remember, I remember it hitting when I was reading um the funeral card because his friend had. Like did radio and did a bunch of like Spotifying. And what killed me was and simple things. Simple things that like we don't think about. Um the mom, the mom of the friend, did a beautiful thing about like sharing music and loving music and Spotify playlists and whatever. But when the friend passed away, no one had their passwords. So the friends and family wanted to like continue doing this, continuing giving the gift of music, which was a big thing from their loved one to people and sharing that. But they couldn't, they couldn't do it. They couldn't get in because no one had the passwords. And I remember in the funeral card, it was just like, it doesn't have to be everyone, but just like tell someone, tell someone, Your passwords. And instantly, I was like, yep, I need to do this. Because if someone, if something was to happen to me, and someone wanted to podcast and keep being a troublemaker, I'm in. Do it. Fill your boots. If, you know, someone wanted to keep making clothes and doing cool shit, do it. Because, It might be important to someone. It might be important to, you know, your loved one, your friend. If nothing else, it might just be helping them by like carrying on you to get through shit. So do it. Share your passwords. Talk about in the unfortunate event that you don't exist anymore. Talk about it. Normalize it. That's what we talk about all the time now is like, normalize talking about this. Normalize talking about your feelings, your mental health. How, just fucking talk. That's it. We're, we're at a place in the world where we need these discussions. These discussions need to happen on a zillion different topics. And it's not always comfortable. I mean, sitting there talking with my brother about when, when we die, It wasn't the most comfortable, but we're both going to. Um, talk, hearing my dad talk about, you know, his losing his dad and then what he wanted to happen to him. That's not comfortable. No one wants to have that conversation. It's, it's not, it's not a comfortable conversation, but I'm sure it's not like the most comfortable for my dad to hear me be like, I think this is a great idea. This is what we should do. Sign me up. But it needs to happen. And the more we talk about things, the more normal it is. You know, think of not even that long ago, it was weird for two dudes. Two two dudes to be like, hey man, I love you. I tell my friends I love them. My friends tell me that they love me. Why? Because we do. Why not tell them instead of being like, I wish they knew. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Cause yeah. I might as well. I delivered it. I uh, I didn't want to. I ain't gonna lie. Part of doing these podcasts I've found is sometimes it's it's easier to do them with a guest. Cause it's like a safety net. Then it's just me and them talking. Them and I, me and them, whatever but it's talk it's a safety net it's 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 easier it's you can i, I can kind of not be as personal and you know after the failure of yesterday and my technical skills i was like you know what let's cut the safety net let's just do this it's too important to not talk about so i talked about it let me know let me know what you think like if you if you want to talk about grief if you want to talk about your grieving, if you're grieving, if you want to talk about a pet, I'm here. I'll talk about it. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you sad, sad shit. I'll tell you happy, happy shit. I just balled up like yesterday. I was flipping through the Facebook memories and there was Lily and I driving down the street. She was having a good day while she was. Having her cancer, so she decided that she wanted to go for a truck ride. So there was her and I driving down the street, and I had a video of her with her flips flapping, and she was pumped. Me, bald, because I remember that day. There wasn't many good days after that, but that was a good day. So it's good. I mean, it helps. It helps seeing that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. There's. There's. Some more in the works, I will say, if you've gotten this far, you're probably surprised that I haven't mentioned it yet. Um, I've been yapping about Andrew, what's his name? You know, that douchebag from TikTok. I'm not doing a podcast solely on him. Fuck that. I'm not, like, giving it the time of day. But, but, I am going to be doing a podcast about him and his shit and his people. Um, I am doing one of those. And it's going to be with another podcaster. It's actually somebody that, like, has really helped me in podcasting. So, we're going to tam- team up. I think we're going to, like, record it Monday. Um If you're not listening to this right away, well, there might be one that says something like I'm never talking about Andrew Tate. And then I do. Um, but that's as far as I'm going on that. Her podcast is that bitch podcast. She's from Regina. Check it out. it's it's good. She does she she tells it as it is and is a little more like a little more refined than me, a little more like comfortable. So, yeah, on that note, thanks for listening. If you're watching, cool. My shirt's awesome. I had tropical vibes here because it's like hot today. And yeah, share the podcast, tell your friends about it. You you know, all the stuff that you're supposed to do, all the things, all the things you're supposed to do on the internet, do that. Like it, follow it, subscribe, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, I also have another one that's coming up with a TikTok star and he's a troublemaker. So there's that too. All right. Thanks, y'all. Keep being awesome.